1: the finals out of the way. Yes, yes. What are you taking? Uh Medical anthropology and Swahili, and I can't remember the other class. It was too easy, so <laughs> I don't even remember it. <laughs> <And> yeah. Record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that that's that's that
0: sounds
1: pretty cool. Yeah, I'm 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 trying to major in uh, medical anthropology, so try to do something in that field. Yeah. What what does that lead to? Um, well, I, when I first came here, I wanted to do like, um, like be a doctor later in life, like after basketball. But uh, you can't really do both here, bat- basketball and it's really hard. Like I, I have to give one up, so I'm just doing a uh, medical anthropology, to, like get like the, uh, like just to get like so I know what they're talking about, so I'm not just lost when I go back uh, later in life. Do so you get
0: to do anyway. Like- Autopsies for her, like, income? <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: no it's just like study how people think mostly oh, that's too bad. yeah <laughs> that's comfortable, you know
3: what's like playing
2: at the top of the zone
1: oh it's it's really comfortable for me just been playing it for so long now well not so long but quite a long time now so I like it more than the bottom in my in my taste
2: early in a game I mean, mm-hmm. do you ever get people that maybe maybe the first couple of possessions that just are a little bit surprised and Taken back by
1: your length. Yeah, I think so. They I, well at first for me too, just getting used to how people play it. So I got to read it a little bit different on different people. But yeah, once I get that down, I think it's it's hard for them to pass in or shoot because I can get to both. So
0: is it like the reason that you like it at the top more? Is it because you get more activity? Because there's just more action?
1: Uh, yeah, and it's uh, I, I think it's a little harder, so you got to work a little harder. Up there but I, I just like it more. You get to run a little bit more. You get warmed up faster for me. So Did
2: you learn anything from Matisse playing top of the zone? Yeah. What'd
1: you learn? Uh more like to just just be in your spot, not even just not, not work because usually people just throw to a spot or shoot to a spot, so go to the spot first or and then and then just if they react if they uh go off that just just play them after that. So
0: you guys have had a week off now from playing games. How has that benefited you guys this
1: past week? Uh, we got a lot of like uh, like extra shots up, extra like defensive reps, just just a lot of everything that we need to work on.
2: You had two really good offensive games when you were starting. Does mm-hmm. it matter to you if you start or come off the bench? Do you feel like it's easier to get into a rhythm when you're playing early?
1: Uh, I mean, I think yeah, it's easy to get into a rhythm, but I think. For me, I just got to be ready whenever coach puts me in, not even worry about if I start or not, just be ready. Because I come off early anyway, so I just got to just be ready when he when he calls my name. said
2: Upsetting, like, each player to cut down the turnovers by one and
1: mm-hmm.
2: slow the game down. Yeah. How hard is that to do, to slow the game down and just let it come to you?
1: Uh, I, I think it's really hard, especially playing like a team like Gonzaga, just all the hype around the game and just all the – all the fans there, all the excitement, just try to just slow everything down like we've been playing and just try to yeah.
2: There seems to be a point where you're running a little bit of point. mm mm-hmm. Tell me about that a little bit. How comfortable are you with that and what's it like?
1: Uh I think I'm pretty comfortable. I just gotta just for me it's just knowing each spot and then and when I'm comfortable knowing like, okay, I go here, 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 then I could just play. That that that's what that's what happens for me sometimes just just uh, thinking too much about the play and just not just playing. Do
0: you think you do? You think you guys are thinking about the turnovers at a, at at all? Is it a big issue or is it a non-issue?
1: I think it's a big issue because we we if we just cut down like like what Coach said like one each each player I think we could be just I think it'd be really hard to beat us because sometimes I think we just beat ourselves. So.
0: But then that goes into how do you balance? How do you balance being? Aggressive, mm-hmm. as opposed to trying not to make mistakes.
1: Uh, I just, I just feel you got to, Yeah, what you, what you said. Just try to find it and just, uh, just play within the game. I, everyone's gonna turn it over sometimes. You gotta live with that, but try, try your, your best to just, just uh, not try to turn it over, turn it over as much. So, Jamal,
3: you, you have a knack <clears throat> at the top of the zone. So mm-hmm create turnovers kind of like Matisse did mm-hmm. and for Matisse it seemed like defense was his identity like he mm-hmm. could score two points and still have a, a huge impact on the game yeah I wonder now you're, you're in your second year of college basketball mm-hmm. what what's your identity like how do you view yourself as a role what's your role on this team what's your identity as a player
1: um, uh, growing into um I, I think I could just I could play both sides defense and offense pretty well I just gotta Show that all the time and just be confident on both sides because I think defense, it's not easy, but it's just sometimes I just feel like it's a little bit easier sometimes and I just tend to pass up shots or, you know what I mean? So I think I just got to just be more comfortable and playing both sides and not just, yeah, just slow it down a little bit.
2: We have a bowl game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Practice at Bishop Gorman on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. you give us some of the guys, gotta go down there. Some of the places we might want to hit, grab a bite to eat.
1: That's uh, <laughs> not on the strip. Uh, I mean, I, when I'm there, I, I go to like In and Out and like Cane's. So <laughs> I don't know. That's just closer to my house. But not. I, I don't think there's anything like I like. Oh, I want to go. I want to go there. I want to go there. But I just that, that's just what I do. So.
0: Hey, what do you How know about the Seattle and, and U uh-huh. and their players and their team? What have you seen from them? And what do
1: you know about them? Uh, we we went over a, a few scouts uh, and like what their where their shooters are, where where their playmakers are. Just just getting ready, getting their plays down. Just getting ready.
4: What
2: do you remember about the the game last year? I don't know you probably didn't
1: have a big role. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I just know. Coach sat me down uh, yesterday and said last year that's my first point. So that's all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> One more,
0: guys. Hey, hey, how would you describe Quadi Green as a point guard? Just uh, you know, in these sort of nine games that that, that you guys have had with him, it seems like he's gotten more comfortable trying to be that that sort of leader, or like the point general out
1: there. Yeah, he he's amazing. He can he he can do a lot on the floor for us. He he can pass really well, like 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 we've seen. And uh, I just think he he he's really good. So when, when we have him out there on the floor, it's it's great.
0: Do you think at times that he passes too much? Like he, you know, just tries to get everybody sort of in that passing mode so he's always looking to make that ex- extra
1: pass? Uh, I don't think he passes too much. I just think that we have a lot of people on the team that can't score, so he's not really worried about himself all the time. So I think he's just, he can score, he can score, score, and then I'm, like, say I'm quite A, I'm last. So if I have the open shot, then I'll take it. I think that's how he thinks.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,
4: Weird having a long break like this. Uh, you know, long breaks. I'm not, not a huge fan of, but you know, academically, finals. It was great for us. You know, they, they were able to really lock down and focus. Had a couple days off, uh, regain their energy. You know, energy is a big part of this thing, and so um, you know, um, they they're ready and excited to play.
2: A lot of freshmen on this team. What kind of students are they? What kind of stressor was this, the
4: first fall final? Uh, you know, always your first finals in college from, you know, in all areas, uh, practice, uh, load, uh, time management, all those things are difficult. But I think they've done a great job. Uh, they're, they're, they're way more advanced than the last two classes that we've had. They've, I think they've adjusted really well.
2: And you have a great infrastructure for them too, the to yeah. support
4: network. We have an incredible uh, academic support, uh, athletic department support. So uh, these kids, uh, you know, they've they've really embraced it and uh, have worked on being what we call being professional uh, and doing the right things the right way, and they've done a great job.
2: To this point, 128 assists, 135 turnovers. Yep. How do you get better feed in the post? Just cutting down those
4: mistakes. You know what we've had? We've had problems with charges, and that's probably trying to do a little bit too much. Uh, 25% of our turnovers are on guys charging or traveling, and those are kind of, you know, just going too fast. Uh, you know, and, and a lot of these games in the three uh, games uh, that we played against top you know, the supposed top teams we had 19 to average 19 turnovers, and so that's an obviously an area that we're trying to get better every day. Um, you know, making it a focus and uh, really understanding that you got to own the ball, the ball needs to be the most important thing defensively. Off you defend it, uh, you fight for it, and uh, you can't just give it away. Um, so, you know, we'll we just got to increasingly get better every game.
0: Um. I think it was your first press conference this year when you said not everybody can have two turnovers, you know, yeah. like certain yeah. spots you just can't have yeah. a turnovers. Yeah. But every starter now has at least two. Yeah. So is it systematic?
4: Well, I think a big thing is, is for us is and what I challenge the team is can everybody just take away one turnover? And if I'm playing eight or nine guys a night, not to say that everybody does it, but if everybody's just a little bit more focused and we do that every game, then that's, you know, instead of 19 turnovers, eight guys, now you're 11. Now you're getting eight extra shots. It's just everybody being aware. Everybody, you know, taking responsibility of that. And, uh, you know, we'll see where it goes. Uh, uh, you know, we've charges, you can, that's, that's them slowing down and feeling comfortable. The more reps you get, the better. Um... Uh, travels, that's, you know, travels, charges, all those different things. We can get better at that. Um, I like, you know, there's a different type of turnover. There's the the turnover, the advancement, that it's being aggressive because we want to be able to push and run, and it might go out. You know, we can get better at that, but I do like those. Um, we made a couple crucial turnovers late in the game against Aga, and that's where you have to value it. And uh, But we're getting better at it. We're focusing on it.
0: Is Is it? I'm I'm sorry. Is it at the stage where you get to like the peanut level that you know as to where if if you make a turnover now you're sitting next to me?
4: No, no. You know what? I think it's it's more so um, like like uh, certain players they're getting the ball stripped around the basket. There's certain guys that that charge, and there's certain guys that leave their feet. And so part of the development part here is is making sure that you do what that you're improving individually. And so, you know, getting to a jump stop in the paint rather than leaving off of one foot, being in control, uh, slowing down. I think with our youth and new roles, it's going really fast. And the only way that you kind of get back into that is through experience, repetition, and focusing on those things. You know, where focus goes, energy grows. And so um, we do a, a big focus on that every day.
2: You talk about being you want them to be aggressive but is there a balance there to find between being aggressive and maybe trying to push too much
4: yeah yeah there is uh you know you can be you can also be too unselfish you know like uh, a couple days in practice we're really sharing the ball in a a really good way but then if if quad a green has a wide open shot i don't want him to make the next pass because he's one of the best shooters but he's trying to show that he's unselfish so there's some still learning stuff going on um which is, you know, if, if it was so easy, everybody would be great. You know, you just, you know, how are we going to get better in the next 12 hours? And focus on that. And uh, that's all you can can control.
0: You guys are getting closer to starting conference play sure. pretty soon. Are you where you want to be at this point
3: or where you thought you would be?
4: No, you know what? Um, well, obviously, we, we wish we were undefeated. Uh, and obviously, you wish you were more advanced. But, you know, more advanced meaning more ahead of the game. But at the end of the day, um, everybody has a different learning curve. You know, some people I could go and teach you tomorrow and you get it that day. Some people take a month, <laughs> a month and a half, and that's, that's the challenge. That's why they call it coaching, and we just got to keep coaching them up every day. Our staff's done an incredible job of keep working with these guys. Last year was a, was a great example of you know, we improved in a lot of different areas as the season progressed. And that was a team that had two years into it. And so um, we're hoping that the learning curve will be there, but we've had some great moments. Now it just goes back to the consistency of those moments
3: um one of the things he's been called for a few times when you mentioned charges is lowering that shoulder, of the dribble. Yeah. Is that something that maybe later on the years you're not
2: going to get called where the officials are trying to make a statement earlier in the year? Does he uh, really need to change that?
3: That's
4: a good question. I, I just think it goes back to the same thing, is you can't force things to happen. Like the defense determines who gets the shots and how they're playing. Now we've got to make them more aware of, you know, Jaden in high school, obviously, they were designed to stop him, and, and, and you see him when he has success, they'll, they'll play him a certain way. They might play off of him. They might already be in an angle to try to go charges. They're doing their scouting. There's a lot of really good coaches out there. Um, and that where he needs to be able to say what? All right, that's okay. I'm going to reverse it. We're going to move it, and we're going to still get more player movement and ball movement. And uh, and a lot of these guys that were the go-to guys in high school, you know, where they can take 15 shots, you know, you have to be able to be efficient in 10, 11, 12 shots. Uh, and in this game, in college, the, the difference between college and high school, it's bigger, faster, stronger. And so those are all adjustments. But I think both Isaiah and Jaden have really adapted really, really well, and I think you're just going to see them getting better, better, and better.
1: What have you thought
2: in year two for Elijah Hardy and his role?
4: Well, he didn't, you know, he didn't really have a role the first year. Uh, it was actually he did. He was really good in practice, and he pressured David. And we played Jalen Noel at the backup point guard, and he really helped them get better. Uh, he had incredible attitude. He, uh, you know, brought positive energy every day, even though he didn't have the role that he wanted. So really happy with him. And in Italy, he did really good at TCU. He's 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 now got a role that helps us win. Uh, he's an exceptional on-ball defender. So when we play man, he. He brings a, he, you know, he's an attack guy, you know, which has been great. He's also a, a God-given passer. He's, he sees things. Um, if I would say that there was something that that he doesn't, you know, do well that he can improve is is sometimes he, with passing he tries to hit too many home runs when we need to start hitting singles. Uh, uh, but he is a, he's a he's a special passer and he's got a special gift to pressure that basketball. Is
2: he a better shooter than he showed the game?
4: I think so. It be, you know The role that he has, it's it's very hard. It's like being a relief pitcher compared to being a starting pitcher, right? Some guys can come in. Do you remember last year, though? I would play him for one minute. At the end of the games, we'd be up, and what did he do every every game? He hit a three. Watch. Go back and look. I, all those were like, you know how hard that is? Like you're not playing the whole game, and the last minute he comes in, he makes it. So we know he can shoot, and he's really improved on it. It just goes back to, I think, you know, he went from not playing – to now playing, say, eight minutes, nine minutes a game, but consistent. That's a hard thing to do. So these are all levels of development. So I think, you know, just like Jamal Bay last year did what? And what it was Jamal Bay at the end of the year? And then what did Jamal Bay become? And so that's part of the process. And Elijah's, you know, he's good because he's got an incredible attitude. And uh, he's got great leadership ability. So we're high on him. As the Gonzaga game. There was, a,
2: there was a lot of former players here. And one of the guys that did a lot for you, David Chris was here wearing yeah. a big brace. Did you get a chance to talk to
4: David? Talked to David. David came by the other day. Uh, he's you know, It was great seeing him and Dom uh, at the game and obviously Spencer and <sighs> Quincy and all the guys. I think DeJounte was there. I didn't see him, but I heard he was there. Um, you know it's, Listen, when you have your ex-players come back to, to, to support us, it's an incredible thing. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's why kids want to come here. You know, you see the kids that have played here, have had success in the NBA, off the court, on the court, whatever it may be. That's the sign of, of a school that's, you know, built an incredible family of people.
2: A couple um, more when guys. You, when you look at Jamal Bay, um, he had two of his best performances starting. Do you see that as a coincidence? Do you think he needs to kind of be on the floor early to get into a rhythm?
4: You know, his best game he didn't start was Western Washington. I keep going back to it. And he came in after, I think, three minutes, and he just played. Jamal's a really good player. Uh, everybody wants him to be this consistent guy. Part of the process is, is no one's perfect. Uh, he's had great moments. He's one of our best defenders, if not one of the best at the guard position, if not the best. Uh, he's he's a, a confident shooter, um, and he makes others around him better. Um, so we're we're excited about his growth, um, and uh, obviously we hope we wish everybody would be consistent, uh, but it's it's part of the growing process. But he's taken a huge step forward. On so so yeah. You know,
0: these past two games here, just uh, yeah. yeah. good. Yeah, it's about
2: back like, into question. Yeah, go for it. Okay. <laughs> Merry
0: Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays. Yeah. This in these past two games, where's you seen from? But uh, it just seems like these sort of first nine games have been a bit a bonus for you guys you know in a sense with them and it, it seems like of late that he's been able to kind of find
4: something. you know what he's he's a he's a guy he's been he's he's been you know the first games he's been holding back you know it's, it's uh, the guy that starts is the, you know we want him getting the ball moving and helping everybody get <laughs> shots and, and put them in positions to score and be good. And, uh, you know, Quade's always been a guy who can really shoot it and really score. And, you know, you saw that uh, on display in the last couple games. And, um, you know, having just another guy uh, that can make plays, but, you know, first things first, you want him to do what? And he's starting to learn the zone better. That's been a big learning curve being small. You know, the angles, the different plays, and I think he's getting better at that, which I've been impressed Um, And then on top of that, it's, uh, you know, I want him to be the leader. I want him to be an extension, him and Elijah and Marcus, to be an extension of me on the court, and that's running the team first and then offense second. But then, like the great point guards, when scoring's not happening from everybody else, he can step up and have the ability to do what? Score. And that's that awareness as a coach and where we have to go and where we have to score.
2: Thoughts on C.I. You?
4: Seattle U, uh, you know, I, there's, this is a team that's, that's played us really tough the last two years. Um, you know, we were able to, the one thing I really respect about uh, Coach Hayford, he's done a, an incredible job, he's a really good coach. They've had some injuries, but they have a senior-laden team. They've got a lot of upperclassmen. Uh, Terrell Brown is as good a player as we'll see in our league or whatnot. Uh, Carter's also, uh, you know, gives him a big physical body down in the paint. Um, but, uh, you know, it's a, it's a team that keeps fighting. I watched this. They played Syracuse this year, and Syracuse was up 21 in the first half. And, the, you know, the sign of a good program and a good coach is how they respond. They came back. They cut that lead to seven. I think they made seven of eight threes or six of seven threes. And just like our game last year, we were up, I think, 20 with ten minutes to go, and they just kept fighting. Uh, they have a fighting spirit. They're very well coached, and um, they've got a couple really Talented players that can play in any league, you know, on any team in our league, and so uh, it'd be a great challenge for us. Don't look at their record; uh, they're way better than that. And uh, when you play a rivalry game or a game that has significance like that, uh, it's, it's going to be great for both teams.
2: Carter versus oh, okay. Stewart, kind of big boy basketball in the paint.
4: Well, you know, there's, it's uh, there's you know, it's, it's it's great when you see really good players go against really good players. That's what makes college basketball so great. Favorite Christmas movie. We were watching Elf last night. It's incredible. (laughs) Okay.
3: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.